0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Five Things, a web series dedicated to answering the five burning tech questions you have about technologies and workflows in the media creation space. Plus, tech stuff I dig and how it's used. I'm your host, Michael Comas, and today we're adding yet another acronym to your tech vocabulary: LTO. For a limited time only, you have a license to operate lettuce, tomato, and onion. No tech friends, it's yet another f***ing storage medium because you know, spinning disk, solid state optical drives and the cloud just didn't keep us busy enough. It's magnetic tape and it's the least sexy sibling in the storage family. It's been around since the late 90s. Linear Tape Open was initially used to back up Excel documents and your credit card numbers in data centric business centers. It's only been over the past 8 or 9 years or so that the capacity, speed, and file accessibility has allowed LTO to be used in the realm most of us are familiar with, that is, with rich media. Initially, folks used proprietary and expensive software to write data onto an LTO tape in a TAR format. A TAR format is a way of wrapping many files together, much like a zip file, only TAR retains user and file permissions. While TAR was great at wadding up your files for retrieval at a later date, it could be quite a pain to retrieve any one file. Oftentimes, the entire TAR file had to be scanned or in some cases, the entire TAR had to be restored and all the data extracted for your one single file. The historical documents of your culture, yes. In fact, we have begun to document our history from your example. And so it was in the year of our Lord, 2010, LTFS was brought to the tape masses. LTFS, or Linear Tape File System, enabled LTO drives to be seen and somewhat utilized at the OS level, kind of like a USB or thumb drive would appear on your system, with some caveats. As LTFS emerged on the scene as a way to bypass many of the hurdles of tape usage, it was the capacity and speed of the LTFS format that made it very attractive. Gigabytes and terabytes of data could fit in your hand, could run at speeds far surpassing Firewire 800, and it costs 6 times less than the cheapest hard drives out there. Today, we have LTO 7 clocking in at 6 terabytes per tape and reaching speeds of up to 300 megabytes a second. As is with most tech things nowadays, price is the overriding factor. LTL 7 is cheaper than the cloud, as well as even the cheapest bargain bin hard drives. Check out this chart here. It's difficult to compare cloud storage, which is based on a rental model versus buying drives outright, which is a one-time cost. So I've averaged prices out over four years. After four years, 80% of hard drives out in the wild still function, so it's a good ballpark number to compare from. Another key statistic not represented is that this data on an LTO tape can be compressed, thereby gaining two or more times the storage space on the same LTO tape. When we also look at read and write times, LTO7 has a theoretical max speed of 300 megs a second. This is much faster than USB 2.0 and any flavor of FireWire, as well as almost three times faster than standard Office Ethernet connections. I'll admit, even though it's twice as fast as the last gen LTO6, it's becoming less impressive, with newer computers coming stock with USB 3.0 and Thunderbolt, but it still smokes your few megabytes a second up to the cloud. Now I'm sure most of us have had the unfortunate experience to lose a beloved hard drive, either due to age or knocking a can of cherry coke onto the drive. True story. Hard drives are volatile punk bastards, and often leave this mortal coil way too soon. Bobby, you joke around like that in public, people are going to think you ain't right. LTO Tape, on the other hand, takes a licking and keeps on ticking. While the cloud is undeniably the most reliable and immune to random bouts of cherry coke, the aforementioned upload and download speed to the cloud severely impacts the usefulness of the medium. You also get dinged a bit more on the retrieval of that cloud-stored media, which could seriously hose your budget. LTO is rated for 15-30 to years of shelf life, which makes it an ideal candidate for secure long-term backup and archival. As a bonus, many studios and networks often have a deliverables list, with LTO tapes listed as a mandatory format. As I hinted to a few minutes ago, the read and write speeds are no longer as attractive as they were even a few years ago. While they're good, they're not as fast as a newer Thunderbolt or SAS RAID. The upside is that every two to three years, a new version of LTO comes out, and speed usually increases dramatically from version to version. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. Better, stronger, faster. LTO specifications as developed by the LTO Consortium, detail the roadmap and specifications that all magnetic data tape manufacturers adhere to. Part of these specs outline that each LTO drive must be able to read tapes that are two generations older. This means that an LTO 7 drive purchased today can read media from an LTO 5 tape from 2010. Well, as a user, you can certainly hang on to that LTO 7 drive, so in 10 years you can pull that old media back, Most users will want to migrate the data to a newer tape format for the increased data capacity and compatibility. This can be challenging, with new versions of the LTO format emerging every two to three years. So, do you migrate? Or like that old floppy Zip or Jazz drive you may have, do you just hang on to the reader? Even in the future, nothing works! Back to LTFS. Using LTFS to make tape usage easier is not 100% foolproof. While drivers to use LTFS are free to download, some OSs have a hell of a time reliably reading and writing data directly to the tape, thus we require middleware, custom software, to bridge the gap from OS to tape. Often these pieces of software have a price tag, from a few hundred bucks to a few thousand dollars or more. In addition, the hardware, a single tape drive, will also be over $2,000 at the bare minimum. Utilizing LTO requires three things, as much as I wish it were five. An LTO drive, software to read from and write to the drive, and blank media. These can either be purchased individually, or as in the case of some turnkey systems, as a bundle. These single drives typically connect via SAS, which means you'll need a SAS card inside your computer. Yet another cost. However, more companies like M-Logic make M-Tape, which is the first Thunderbolt LTO drive. It's an IBM drive inside, but it connects via a Thunderbolt cable to your computer. Keep in mind, these are single drives. When we get into large volume scenarios, then we have the option of multi-slot libraries, capable of automatically rotating tapes with much less manual intervention. We now need the glue which ties all of this together, the software. Backing up something is useless if you can't find it later. The software that bridges the gap between your brain and the data you want to find is the most important choice in your LTO strategy. For example, basic software solutions such as Pre-Roll Post by Imagine Products offers the inherent ability to write and retrieve media to and from LTO, but it also adds several fields, tags, which allow you to further associate your raw data with searchable terms. On the more robust side, we have solutions such as DNA Evolution by Storage DNA. While you can also write and retrieve data and add tags, DNA Evolution also works with many NLEs to automate project and media archival, handle offline online workflows automatically with LTO, as well as interact with asset management. In heavy media-centric environments, the ability to find data by how the media was used and not just by the basic attributes of the raw file can drastically reduce search time. When you have hundreds of terabytes or even petabytes, it's cheaper than enterprise spinning disk and almost as easily accessible. Many solutions, including DNA Evolution, also come as an all-in-one solution, the drive as well as the software. One throat to choke as we say. Now choke yourself! God damn it with my hand, I'm nuts. Single HP Quantum and IBM LTO drives traditionally start around $3,000 or so. I found some as low as $2,000, but these are usually no name brands which makes my spidey sense tingle. Software to make them go can cost as low as $500 as is the case with software like pre-roll post. On the more professional side, software can go for $10,000 or more depending on the functionality of the software. And how it plays in your entire infrastructure and your particular workflows. Complete turnkey solutions, such as DNA Evolution, start around $8,000 and scale from there, dependent on the hardware and software options. More often than not, the choice of what system to go with hinges on the pay now or pay later philosophy. Do you want to pay less and spend more time manually moving and tracking media and sifting through the data to find what you want? Or, Front-load with more sophisticated software to reduce the labor involved later. Have more LTO concerns other than just these five questions? Ask me in the comments section or continue to stalk me online, Mom. Also, please subscribe and share this tech goodness with the rest of your tech friends. Until the next episode, learn more, do more. Thanks for watching.